0: As we get started this morning with the message, please watch this short video about Easter Sunday. He is risen risen indeed yes jesus is alive we come together this morning to celebrate our risen savior to celebrate jesus christ our lord and he has risen indeed please open your bibles to luke chapter 24 1 through 12 Luke 24, 1 through 12, there's pew Bibles in front of you, or you're welcome to use your cell phones, your tablets as well, and we just request you, please stay focused on the sermon or taking notes or on your Bible app as we continue. As you open to Luke chapter 24, you may also want to consider writing down in your notes, if you're taking notes, Matthew 28, John 20, Mark 16, and 1 Corinthians 15. These are extra passages which speak intensively, extensively, in regards to the resurrection of Christ. Again, that's Matthew 28, John 20, Mark 16, and 1 Corinthians 15. We're not going to get to all of these today, but again, you might want to read through them when you get home, as all of these scriptures give extensive details on the resurrection, So good morning and welcome to Bloomer Baptist Church. We are excited to worship with all of you today as we celebrate Easter, as we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, that he is risen. Risen indeed. Good morning. If you're a visitor, either in person or online, we're happy to have you with us today celebrating our living Lord our living Savior, one who lived for us, died for us, but then he also fulfilled the prophecies and his own words and rose from the grave. Yes, Jesus is alive. Jesus paid the price for our sins and conquered death. And with this statement, we will see number one already, and the big idea of today, that Easter reminds us, Easter reminds us that the resurrection is the key to our faith and the major event of the Bible. Easter reminds us that the resurrection is the key to our faith and the major event of the Bible. Yes, Easter points to the main event of the Bible, the resurrection. Every part of the Bible story, this true story, this true book and blessing from God that we have, from Genesis. And the Israelites to the Old Testament, the kings, the prophets, all the way to the end of time with the book of Revelation is focused on Jesus. His life, his death, his resurrection, Jesus being the payment for our sins. And the resurrection proves that nothing would prevent him from accomplishing God's plan of redemption. Again, nothing would prevent him from accomplishing. God's plan of redemption. The resurrection helps prove yet again that he was and is still the son of God. And Satan might have tried his best to detour him to to get in the way of God's plan. But Satan could not be victorious because God already was. God already is. God will always be victorious because God is sovereign. He is in full control. He is all-powerful. He is all-knowing and He is ever-present. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, For I have delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that Christ was buried, on the, and that He raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Cyphus then to the twelve, The resurrection of Jesus was the main thing Paul wanted to communicate. It is the heartbeat of the Bible and central truth of our faith into the gospel, the good news of our salvation. Easter is a perfect time to help us and one another to refocus upon the important truth that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to lay his life down as a ransom for the many. Mark 10, 45, again, Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, and to lay his life down as a ransom for the many. This was the topic of last week's Palm Sunday sermon. Jesus came triumphantly into Jerusalem, not to be served, but to serve. He came to serve us. Jesus, in life, death, and his resurrection, was serving us, giving us a way to redemption and hope. In fact, Jesus' his entire life was characterized by serving, by love. Last Sunday at the Palm Sunday service, we showed you an act of love, a foot-washing ceremony. And this was directly by example of Jesus Christ who washed his disciples' feet, even the betrayer, even Judas, even Peter, who questioned him. He washed their feet. And this was both a physical example and spiritual example of what we both need and should be doing with our own lives. On Friday, Good Friday, we remember Jesus's sacrifice. We remember the three crosses. We look to the cross of rebellion The cross of repentance and the cross of redemption. The most important cross of all is Jesus' cross. Because without the cross of redemption, without Jesus, there is no cross of repentance possible. There is no restoration with God possible. And this is what we need for we all, at one point or another, live upon that cross of rebellion. We must repent and accept the redemption which only Christ brings through the cross Of redemption. 1 Timothy 2.6 tells us he gave his life to purchase freedom for all. That's our Jesus, people. That's Jesus. That's Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of all. He gave his life to purchase freedom for all. 1 Timothy 2.6. But today we move forward. You see, today we see the resurrection of Jesus. We see and remember that no power of hell, no plans of Satan could prevail against our mighty God's plan. No power of hell, no plans of Satan could prevail against our mighty God's plan. So let's read now from Luke chapter 24, verse 1 through 12. Pre- please follow along in, the, in your Bibles, which you should be holding. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb. You'll see who they are in a moment. They went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. You see, they went to the tomb, prepared to apply spices, prepared to embalm the body, prepared to prepare Jesus' body for death. But what they would find was the tomb, the stone rolled away from the tomb. And then verse 3, when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus, And while they were perplexed about this, wondering, confused, what is going on? Where is Jesus' body? Behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Notice this next statement from these these men these angels remember how he told you yes remember how he told you these ladies these women these people coming to the grave they should have known better they should have known he would not be there but they need reminded just as we do sometimes we need reminded of god's truth and they say, remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. They remembered his words. Oh, what a glorious privilege and blessing we have to have the brains the memories, the minds we have to remember his words. Yes, sometimes we need reminded. Sometimes we need somebody to push us over and say, look, Get, get your mind straight. But we have this blessing to be able to remember this word which is within our minds. And they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now, it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them, the, the, the apostles, as idle tale, as fable, as made up. They did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. And he went home marveling at what had happened. In Luke 24, verse 8, read. Read these words. They remembered his words. Today we too remember these words. We gather together all across the globe as Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, as the church to read and remember the true story. The words of God. That Jesus defeated death, hell, the tomb, and sin. He lived, he died, and he raised from the dead so that we might have a restored life life with god the father this brings me to number two already number two easter reminds us as we remember these words easter reminds us to focus on hope and renewal for this is what jesus brought to our lives to all of his followers to all those that will call upon his name and believe in him as lord and savior Jesus brings hope. Jesus brings renewal to our lives, a cleansing, as we spoke of last week in the Palm Sunday message. Just as Jesus conquered death, we too can be conquerors through him, but only through through him. You see, this past year has been a rough one for so many people. In addition to the pandemic, we had a crazy, to say the least, election time. Historic violence across the nation, protests, riots, some of which were rightfully, possibly rightfully so, others which, which may not have been. All across the United States, as well as in our nation's capital, And a lot of unemployment, financial struggles, emotional struggles, physical struggles, suicides, drug addictions, marital issues, all of these things. We have fighting between our friends, between our families, debates and people leaving in anger. People are searching for joy and hope right now. That number I gave you, number two, Easter reminds us to focus on the hope and renewal that Jesus brings. Easter, therefore is a great opportunity to help each other, to remind one another to experience hope that they may not have felt in a while or of which they might have forgotten or maybe they've never truly had. Easter shows us where true hope comes from. Easter helps us. And better yet, this hope is one which will never leave us, never forsake us but we must remember. We must remember him. It's a hope based on Christ, not the fleeting things of the world like politics or the economy. You see, number three, Easter also serves as a great reminder that we must refocus our faith on Jesus and his words, not on the fleeting things of the world like politics, the economy, the news, or the other pleasures that you may have from day to day. Easter serves as a great reminder, number three, take this note down, that we must refocus on our, our faith, on Jesus and his words. Let's now dive into the scripture for today and look more into this. You see Luke 24, let's look to Luke 24, verse 1. We see Mary and the other ladies in verse 1 going to the tomb, and they say, the scripture says, But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. These ladies had great faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in his plan, we, 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 may, we may be confused here, we may not understand, and they knew not, they understood not what was happening either. We may not understand what's happening in the world today either, but we must continue to serve God. These ladies, they went to the tomb. They knew not, they understood not what was happening. All they knew is that they would continue to serve the Lord even after death. Let's talk about us for a moment. We know the Lord did die, but we also know that he also rose and returned to them and to us, both physically and spiritually. And we also know that Jesus will return again. These ladies, they were still serving Jesus, even in his death, not knowing what was happening in mourning. But we know the rest of the story. And there's a question for us. Will we remember his words? Will we continue to serve him? Are we still serving him like these ladies did that day? Yes, the last year has been hard on many. Many are confused. Many are still confused today. But we must still continue to serve him. Even though we may not understand what God is doing, we continue to serve him. We continue to live for His righteous words, His righteous ways. We continue to worship Him and we continue to represent Him and His word in a way which honors and glorifies Him and praises His name on high. Next, in looking to the Scripture today, we see that they were perplexed. The stone was rolled away. Jesus' body was gone and there were men in dazzling apparel. They were perplexed. We would be too. But they would not stop serving the Lord and having faith in his plan. They listened to the reminder to remember Jesus' words. He has risen. We can learn something here, too. In faith, remember God's word. Carry out the mission he's given us. Continue to live for him. In faith, we continue to remember God's word. We carry out the mission he's given us. And we live for him. Some of us are perplexed right now, just as those ladies. But they wouldn't spend too much time trying to figure out what was, what was happening. They would simply remember. They would remember what Jesus had told them. They needed a little push. They need a little shove. We need a little push. We need a little shove sometimes. But they would remember. And they would do what they were to do. They would go and tell the apostles of what they had seen. And that's what we see next. We see the ladies went to tell the others. Verse 8 says, And they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. We can be challenged with this too, to go and tell other believers what the Lord has done. And what the Lord continues to do. Encourage others. Show them the hope that resides within you. First Peter 3, 15 says, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Be a living testimony of his works Defend your faith, but not in such a way to deter others from the faith. We must live by Christ's example and persuade others to him by his love. Show them Jesus. Show them Jesus. Tell them of the of the news of Jesus' his life, death, and resurrection. Tell them about Easter, what it truly means, because there's a lot of people who really don't know. They just think it's a made-up holiday. Tell them about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus, but tell them also what Jesus continues to do for you in your life. Tell them how he saves you, how he guides you, how he protects you, how he restores you, how he cleanses you, and how he gives you a gift of the Holy Spirit to guide you, protect you, and equip you. Show them Jesus. And finally, now we transition from these ladies to the apostles. We see the reaction of the disciples and Peter. In cross-referencing, we see that Peter and John would both arise and run to the tomb to see with their own eyes the glorious working of our Lord. Peter ran. John ran. They both ran to the tomb. How excited are you to see the workings of God? Oh, I just had a little jump there because I got excited to say that. How excited are you to see the workings of God? Are you going to rise and run to see with your own eyes? Or maybe maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're struggling to believe. Are you like some of these disciples whom we read that they thought the ladies were telling them an idle tale? I want to encourage you to arise arise like peter and john and run to see the glorious workings of god start with arising early arise early and run to god's word study it meditate on it remember it arise run to the lord in prayer arise awaken yourself awaken others look For God's sightings in your everyday life. He's there, people. We must all arise and help those who are in unbelief to believe by the equipping of the Holy Spirit, His guidance, His power, His protection. The Lord Jesus would return and be seen by hundreds, and He will return again for us someday, too. Will we arise and run to Him? Will we be looking for Him? Will we be ready? Will we continue to serve him in this time of perplexion and confusion? Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. He is risen. Risen indeed. And number four. Because of the resurrection, because of Easter, we have a continued responsibility to reach the lost. This comes down to the whole purpose of the church. We must reach the community for Jesus. We don't exist just for the insiders, we exist for the outsiders too. Our message is for those who are lost. Jesus put a huge focus on evangelism, on the lost. When he said, for the son of man came to seek and save the lost, Luke 19.10. Just a few chapters earlier, he told stories about a lost sheep, lost coin, and a lost son in Luke 15. This showed how much Jesus cared about people far away from him. You see, when we do our best to reach out to the unchurched in our communities, we are modeling the heart of Jesus. Jesus. This is what Jesus wants. Jesus wants us to not just look out for ourselves, not just look out for me, me, me. Not just hide ourselves within a prayer closet. That's a great thing to do, but we must also leave that prayer closet and allow God to work through you, to speak through you. Jesus is alive and well and continuing to save souls. He is risen risen indeed but how about you will you rise will you serve will you run will you marvel at what god continues to do as i start to work to close i want you to see that final verse in verse 12 that we read it says he went home marveling at what would happen what happened we must never stop marveling at what the lord has done for you in the past the present and in the future for we know what he will do for us in the future by the reading of his word. Jesus's life shows us the way we ought to live. Jesus's death and resurrection shows us we are able to live. Because of Jesus's life, death and resurrection, we have an example for life. John 11, 25 to 26, Jesus says, I am I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you remember this? Do you need a little push, a little shove, a little reminder of what God's word says? Does your friend your family member, your neighbors beside you. Does the world, the community around you need a reminder? Yes, they do. And God wants to use you. I want you to see what this resurrection means for you today. Jesus came to save the world, not to condemn the world. That will come. But right now, in his life, lessons, death, and resurrection, we find power to live Remember him. Remember these things. Arise and act upon them. The greatest words to man are, Christ is risen. He is alive. Many thought death was the end of Christ in his ministry. However, he rose from the dead as he had promised. Forty days after his resurrection, he ascended into heaven. Acts one eleven. To quote a previous sermon... And I put it on the board here for you because it's a long one. Resurrection Sunday helps us to see that no matter how dark of days we seem to be in, no matter how troubling the times are, even in times like these, death will not be the end of the story. For today we celebrate a risen sa- Savior. Jesus has defeated death. And because he has, we can too. But this is not by our own doing, not by our works not by our own efforts, it is by His. It is by His sacrifice. We must remember Him. We must arise. He is risen. And because of this resurrection, we both can arise too, and we should arise too. We also arise. We rise metaphorically and we do His work we rise metaphorically and we go to war against sin and our own lives and others by his equipping, his help, his guidance. We rise metaphorically and we live as he calls you to live. We follow him in his ways. We rise physically too and we go out into the world, into all the nations making disciples and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. We will all rise with him to our forever home someday physically too. we will get new physical bodies. And we'll be in a place forever ranging with him with no death, no pain, no disease, no tears. Will you celebrate with me now? With your brothers and sisters in Christ here at home by your side? Will you celebrate with me these joyous truths of the resurrection let's celebrate. I'm going to close in prayer now, and then we'll have a song, and we'll celebrate together. Then we'll have communion to end this service, but then don't forget that we also have an Easter brunch today too. The tables are separated apart to give some spacing. we would just love you to join us. Let's pray, and then prepare for communion and song. Lord, in 1 Peter 1.3, you told us, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Thank you, God, for sending us your Son. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your life, for your death, and your resurrection, for going to the end for us in love. Thank you for giving us redemption, cleansing, love, and hope. Amen. Amen. We're going to have a song now, Christ the Lord has risen today. And then after this song, we'll continue with communion as we remember his blood, his body for you.